Welcome to 2022 in Banter, I Hardly Know Her. And in this episode, we are going to look back at 2021 and all the TV, movies, good and bad that we watch. And we're going to do something that we do best, rank and argue about it. So on the other side of the intro, that's exactly what we're going to be doing, ranking our top 10 movies from 2021 our top shows from 2021 or that we watched in 2021 and even some of the worst stuff that we watched in 2021. Let's get into it. And there was the intro. It was great. Oh, we loved it. We all we just loved the intro. It was amazing. It was amazing. amazing. Wes, how are you doing? Recording from work. It's great. I would never do that. No. What, what are you, are you talking about? No. no. It's snowing here. So that's a trend. Is it really? Wow, that's yeah, crazy. It has not stopped all day. Wow. It's, it's really cold fine. here, but that means like 58, so... You're the you're the worst. That's pretty cold. Florida. Yeah, man. But in a month from now, we can be cold in Florida together. True. Yes. It's less than a month now. It's like three weeks. Three weeks from this Thursday, I believe. So that's exciting. I should probably buy a carry-on bag. Yeah, you probably should. Where do I get those? On... The place where you you booked the flight. So if whatever airline it is, whatever airline no, it Perry, is, I, you book it. I'm, I'm Perry, no, I meant the physical bag. <laughs> oh, how do you get a carry-on bag? You don't have like a suitcase? A little suitcase? Ew, no. You don't have like a little guy suitcase? Absolutely what about a duffel bag? I have a duffel bag, but what if it's too big? Eh, then it's too big. Uh, I'd ask Corey. He'll help. So that way no, it's not could, my problem. Showed... <laughs> oh. Perry, this whole trip is your problem. <laughs> You'll figure it out, I'm sure. You're, you've got two degrees. You're right. All right. Well, we're going to need to jump right into it. we got to jump right into it because we got a lot to get through today. And I think we're going to have to start with some TV shows um, because TV shows are usually inferior to movies, right? Okay, that's not that's true. That's not always true. Anyway, we're going to jump into some TV shows, and um, as it turns out, I watched one, two, I watched 20 different TV shows in 2021, at least a season, at least one season of them. It was kind of the weirdest thing. It was like, I felt like I wasn't watching any TV, but then, but then I looked back and I watched 20 TV shows. But here's the thing. Most of these shows were like, you know, six to eight episodes. So like pretty easy to watch um a couple of them are like just yeah limited series um a couple of them are longer form tv shows with 25 episodes in a season so some of them i liked some of them i didn't like and we're gonna get into the ranking uh wes how many did you rank did you did you get a top five five you got top five all right we'll do top fives and then and then i'll round out some honorable mentions afterwards and Wes will probably do the same. I don't know how many shows, how many shows did you watch, buddy? Uh, roughly eight. Okay. So the Marvel plus three, got it. (laughs) 
Yes. Um, Roughly that. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> well, I guess now I don't remember. When did Mandalorian come out? Was that 2020 still? 2020? Yeah, it was 2020. The last, the last season of Mandalorian came out in... Um, in like October December of, of 20. 20. Oh. October 2020. Yep. And the last episode came out before the new year. Yep. I guess I kind of watched... I did watch Star Wars Visions. I didn't really count that one. So that maybe that's not... Oh, that counts. I counted that one. I counted that one. I kind of forgot even about though it. They're, I forgot about it. Even though they're all independent of each other. So that does make it yeah. kind of not feel like a show. Just a bunch of shorts, but... Uh, anyway, let's jump in to our number fives. Wes, would you like to go first mm-hmm. to number five? My number five, Perry Wilson, was Loki. Mm. Okay, number five, Loki. And we talked about in our last episode that Loki was your your third favorite? Second favorite. Or s- second favorite of the Marvel shows. All right. I'm calling it second favorite because I'm handicapping Hawkeye with some recency bias. Gotcha. And what did you think of um, that last episode of that show where they just sit and talk to the guy for like 30 minutes? I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it was fine. I mean, I like the rest of it. It was pretty trippy. Um, yeah. Do you like Sylphie? Sil- she's Sylphie? fine. I really just like I really just like Loki, to be honest. Yeah. Like... I w- that that was the death that hit me the hardest in Infinity War because I knew he wasn't coming back. You know what I mean? So mm. the, the joy of having him back was enough for me to enjoy it. Okay. If Tom Hiddleston or if uh, if if Tom Holland died, would Tom Hiddleston be your favorite actor? I don't know. That is, I can tell you who it's not. It's not Jake Gyllenhaal because he's trash. <laughs> for what he did to Taylor Swift. Um that is maybe? unrelated. Maybe Sebastian Stan to be honest. Wow. I might like him more than I like Tom Hiddleston, but cannot confirm. Okay. I would have to do some serious some serious soul searching. <laughs> nice. Okay, well I'll jump into my Number five, which is also a Marvel show, and it's WandaVision. Mm. Um, WandaVision being my, uh, I believe, second favorite as well of the Marvel shows. Um, Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed how unique it was compared to anything that Marvel had done at the time. It was like the first big, like the first Marvel show to come out. And yeah, just had a lot of fun with it, watching it with my roommates, watching the last episode at 3 a.m., Great acting. People say that I look like Paul Bettany. Literally, I've had probably 10 people in my life independently say that I look like Paul Bettany, which I am okay with because he's a good looking man. How many of those 10 people are yourself? Zero. I don't really mm. think I look like him. Um, it's typically my... I've, I've got a lot of family who said that. Cousins think that, apparently. I don't know. We'll take it. Anyway. Seems up for debate. <laughs> I guess. Uh, number four, Wes. Number four, Perry. I am sticking in the MCU like the basic boy that I am. And I'm picking Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was a bit of a hot take in my favorite one of the yeah. Marvel series. That is a bit of a hot take, but now it makes me interested in what your top three shows were because none of them are Marvel. Because I've checked out of the Marvel. I know. Aren't you proud? 
yeah, you're done with Marvel and you got three, your or, top three to go still. Impressive. Are you proud or are you offended that my bottom three, that, that all of my, all the Marvel shows were on the bottom of my list, even though they were still great. Let's make that yeah. clear. I, I think I'm more proud that you watched some other stuff that was that you really liked, uh, but there's still room for that to go away if one of those is Golden Girls. I did not put that. But on I think here. you've been watching. I think you've been watching Golden However, Girls for years, so that doesn't count. Out of respect for Betty White, it should be on everyone's list. <laughs> Perry, did you know that on Betty White's birthday, birthday, roughly 12.7 million dollars were donated to animal shelters across the country in honor of her on her birthday. Wow, why animal shelters? Is that that was like her big philanthropy throughout her whole life? Uh, okay, I've had people tell amazing? me that I need to just that I need to just like unleash you and let you go full like I don't know into Betty White like like give you five minutes total to just talk about Betty White as much as you want right now. Maybe wait, on another wait. episode. <laughs> who told who told you that? <laughs> who did tell me that? Who told Somebody you that? at church the other I mean, day was like. I think it was, or maybe it was Landon. La- maybe Landon was like, you just need to give Wes time to just talk about Betty White. Well, Perry, the Golden Girls is more than just Betty White. But. Facts. Because they're anyway, all bad. Yes, Falcon the Winter Soldier, I liked it a lot. I liked <laughs> the christening of the new Captain America. A Captain America that can fly, by the way. Hmm. Um, I thought it was Have great. Have you not I thought seen it was the original Captain America? He mean? flew until he fell, though. That's not how that works. <laughs> he can fly. That's not how any of this works. Um, but yes, cool. I thought it was great. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, my number four, Wes. Only murders in the building on Hulu. Is that the one with Selena Gomez? Yes. Yeah, it stars like a... uh, Steve Martin and yeah. Martin Short. Yeah. The great combination that brought you Hotep and Hoy from the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, play them with the big boys now. Yeah, wow, they're great. Um, but the, that show, uh, what, did you it, like? Hulu was original, it, it, it was quite good. I thought, I mean, they, they had some weird episodes I didn't follow with, but I, I love a good whodunit. And it's definitely presented a little more unique. It's presented in the form of like they in their building there's a murder and they stumble across some evidence. So they, so this team of Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez make a murder mis- a murder like a, a crime podcast, basically revealing information. No way. That, yeah, that makes it look like like because it was like it was ruled a suicide and the book was closed on it, but they're like releasing information as this podcast. That is, and like they're like trying to solve it themselves. Um, and the podcast is called Only Murders fun. in the Building. Yeah, so it's a fun show. Eight episodes, I think. Um, yeah. I How think did Selena do? How did Selena do in her return? To she was kind of, she was kind of stale, to be honest. Didn't love really? her performance. She was all right, but yeah, pretty stale. That that's surprising because she's the reason Wizards of Waverly Place was amazing. Yeah. My mom didn't oh. want me to watch that show when I was a kid because there's witchcraft. <laughs> All right, Wes, number three. I, I was talking to someone. Hang on. I was talking to someone about witchcraft oh. the other day. Gosh dang it. Now I don't remember what it was, but it was really funny. If I remember, Perry, I'll make sure to interject. Okay. Sounds good. Um, My number three 
is the Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, let me pull up its Wikipedia page real quick because it, it slaps. Okay, I think I've talked to you about it a little bit. I think it came on in 2012. It might be lying. Yeah, so it ran from 2012 to 2017, and you follow Peter Parker um, as he pretty much becomes a member of S.H.I.E.L.D., and he works with some super cool other young superheroes, including Nova, who is a superhero I want to see in the next phase of the MCU mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. bad. Um, okay. White Tiger, Power Man, who is also... Um, oh, I forget his name. Well, oh well. And Iron Fist. And it's just, it's quirky and fun. They break the fourth wall, like, every five minutes, which is hilarious. Um, and it's got some good plot and some good villains. Plus, you get to see every, like, every single Marvel Spider-Man villain shows up. And I'm just in the first season. Hmm. So I don't even is know. It's on Disney Plus? Next, but yes, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've made it through the first season. I love watching it. Uh, the only reason I haven't finished it yet is because I want to watch every episode with full intent of watching it. So great. It Maybe I'll give on, that a shot. Think it, think it, I think it originally aired on Disney XD. I want to say, but you wouldn't call it just a, a kid's show. I mean, it's pretty kid like it's fun. Oh, okay. But I'll still, I but still might enjoy it. I think so. Yeah. I mean, right. it's no more, it's definitely no more childish than Phineas and Ferb. So, Oh, well, great. Cause that's the best show of all time. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe the best show Disney's made. How's that sound? Okay. Well, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So you had the wait. What kind of Spider-Man is it? The spectacular Spider-Man or something? Ultimate. Ultimate Spider-Man. There's Ultimate something Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Sick. All right. Well, I've also got a superhero show at number three. Uh, I have Hawkeye Hmm. at number three, uh, only six episodes, nice little, nice little limited series. Love that it came around around the holidays. Um, I talked about it on the last episode, so I'm not even going to talk about it here. Uh, I enjoyed it. And as of now, it's my favorite of the Marvel shows. Wes, back to you. So that that means your top two are not show are not Marvel shows are not Marvel. Yep. Wow. Okay. Perry, my number two. This one is kind of outside of our mold of what we usually watch, but I started it in 2020, but I finished it in 2021, so I'm counting it, okay? Okay. And I also just loved it that much. Um, And that would be the dramatic classic Criminal Minds, an absolute (laughs) rager of a show. Nice. 20 out of 10 would recommend probably the most attached I've been to characters besides when I watch One Tree Hill. Wow. How many episodes are there? Oh, so many. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I want to say 14 seasons. Here, let me just look it up. How's that sound? Look it up for me. That's sure. That's what Sounds fantastic. Or as we might say, Perry, fact check. Sure, fact check it. Um, that is not the Wikipedia. Can we also... Oh, 324 episodes. Is your answer, 324. Perry? 324. Wow, and you watched yeah. them all. 
Uh, um, roughly. Great. Yeah. And it's one of your favorite shows that you've ever watched, I'm guessing, then. Yes, for sure. For sure. It's it's one okay. of those shows, Perry, that I could just throw on, and it doesn't matter what episode it is. I'm <clears throat> super content. Nice. All right, number two. That's number two for 2021. Wow. Fantastic. Okay, well, I'll go to my number two of 2021. And it's a show that I don't know if you've seen, Wes. I don't remember if you actually watched this. It's an Amazon Prime original, and it's called Invincible. I've Did you watch the show, Wes? It. I've heard of it. Oh, you didn't watch it. I feel like we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's an animated superhero show. It's an original superhero um, based on a, an original comic, I think. Um, and... It's pretty graphic for a, uh, in terms of violence for an animated show. Um, so there is a lot of like animated, you know, violent stuff. Uh, definitely an adult, more an adult uh, animated show. But super good, really good plot. I, I just, I was hooked on it after like three episodes. I was hooked on the story and the characters. Um, I don't love the, the goriness of it. I don't love the violent graphic violence, but, um, but I love the characters and I love the, the writing of the show. Uh, fantastic. Um, some great voice actors as well. Uh, I believe JK Simmons is one of the main characters. Mm. He's Omni man. Um, let me look up here. And yeah, it came out in March, I believe of this past year. Steven Yoon, I don't know if you remember him, Wes. He's a fairly well-known voice actor. He was he was Vince, or no, he was Mark, but Invincible is his name. Uh, Mark is the character. Um, Mark Hamill is in it. Sandra mm. Oh, Seth Rogen, Walton Goggins from wow. Ant-Man, if you remember him. Um, yeah, so... Pretty good voice cast, really good show. Season two will be coming out next year, I believe, uh, or maybe even later this year. Not sure, but enjoyed it quite a lot. And I got all my roommates and friends and stuff like that were, uh, you know, that I was living with, like my roommates and then the other guys that were living around me in the apartment to uh, to watch mm-hmm. as well. Amazing. Are we on our number ones, Perry? We are on our number ones. Our top shows that we watched in 2021. Wow. All right, Perry. I talked to you about this. Can you guess? Do you think you can guess? Uh, I'm interested. Do you know me well um, enough? What have you talked about? What have you talked about? Some drama? Let's see. Was it a drama? Oh, no. Was it High School Musical, the musical series? No, that was in 2020. Oh, okay. I thought they had a new season this past year. They did. I didn't uh, watch it yet. Oops. I don't remember. Perry, my number one show of 2021 would have to be Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. You, we have talked about this. I just didn't know this was going to be your number one. Wow. Oh, dude, talk, talk about so graphic good. animated violence, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you're okay with that, then you'll be okay with Invincible. You should give it a shot. Maybe I should watch Attack on Titan, that means. You really I should. Invincible. Well, the new season's about to come out, so you really should. Um, How much is there to catch up on? 
You just, well, you just have to do it. Like, you have to watch the whole thing is the thing. Ugh. Like, it's, period, it's so not that commitment. long. There's only, like, three seasons. Okay. There's only, like, three okay. seasons. That's less, All right. that's less than, that's less than Full Metal Alchemist total, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So, you're fine. I think. I'm just gonna, it's, I can't say much about it because it'll spoil it because every single episode, to use a cliche, the plot thickens. Um, wow. It's just, it's a mind bender. Just like, because you're trying to figure it out and then like something will happen and you think you figured it out and then they'll, they'll just add something else and you're like oh so now my theory is useless but i just learned a whole bunch of other stuff and you never know who's on what team or who's bad or if anyone's bad for that matter um it's it is amazing it looks great the writing is great it's just it is everything it is everything you could ever want in a show wow everything Everything I could Everything. ever want. All right, I that leaves me with no choice but to watch it. Yes, it's on Hulu. All of it, and probably all of it's also on, on Hulu. Funimation. Okay. Cool. All of the current, well, yeah, what is currently released is on Hulu. Yes. Huh. Well, I will have to try my best <laughs> to get through that, uh, and maybe I'll sprinkle in some Ultimate Spider-Man for to lighten it up. Um, <laughs> But, uh, Wes, my number one, this is kind of, I can't decide if I feel like this is cheating or not. Um, and for that reason, I have this as number one, but if it, if it doesn't count, then Invincible is my number one. And I've, I'll have another, another, uh, honorable mention pop in to that 10 slot. But, um, at number one, I have Arcane. Arcane came out in 2021. But I, I watched like... Well, because I only watched like one episode in 2021. Would uh, you watch the rest in 2022? Yeah, and then the rest. Of it, I found it. I got into it like right at the turn of the new year and just was hooked on it. Um, it's fine. We'll count it. <laughs> it's such a good show. Super dark, but but the story is so stinking good. Um, yeah, just really, really good. Did you ever figure um, out who recommended it to you? I never did. I never did. But the uh, look, the characters are so well written, well thought out. There's about four or five different characters that are really important. Uh, the first three episodes just like rip you, like do they just drag you in? They just pull you by wow. your feet into the story, and then they rip your heart out. And now you can't. And then you can't like. You can't like leave mm-hmm. the story after that. It's just too you're just too in it. Um, so really good writing, really good animation, good quality uh, style of animation. It's got this kind of steampunk vibe, um, this dystopian show. So really good. Check it out. It's on Netflix. It's that it's a League of Legends like based off of League of Legends. But I know nothing about League of Legends, and I like the show. So if you don't like League is of it, Legends at it, all, you might still like the show. <laughs> Is it anime-ish or is it anime? No, it's animated. It's it's uh, it's just animated. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like three D computer. Can CG you spell animation. arcane for our fans? A R C A N E. And arcane. if you recommended it to Perry, please reach out. Please. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, all right. So, and you know what? Something just occurred to me. I don't know when I watched this show, but maybe I'll throw this on at the end of my honorable mentions because it just occurred to me that I might have watched this in 2021, but it, maybe it was in 2020. I don't remember. But uh, so I'll throw this on as well. Uh, you know, I think it probably was 2021. Okay, so I'll go ahead and put this as my... Uh, I'll go into honorable mentions, and I'll say my number six is The Dragon Prince. Um, because oh, yeah. I, I didn't have that in here, but then it just occurred to me that I think I watched that in 2021. So Dragon Prince, I'm going to have at number six. Number seven, Queen's Gambit. Uh, those are both Dragon Prince and Queen's Gambit are Netflix shows. Queen's Gambit is, uh, like a seven episode limited series about chess starring Anya Taylor-Joy. Really good drama, period piece. Um, number eight, I've got, uh, Maya, no, I've got Loki at number eight. Just kidding. Um, Loki at number eight. We've talked about that before. Number nine, and I have Maya and the Three. Uh, Maya and the Three is a Netflix nine-episode limited series. It's basically like a four and a half-hour movie uh, really? that's split into nine episodes. That, that's how that, that that's how the Marvel series feel to me. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, it's it's directed by the guy who made um, the Book of Life. So really uh, fun, intense, pretty intense storyline, but fun and animation and some lighthearted comedy thrown in there so i have that as my number nine my number 10 i have demon slayer the first mm, season of demon slayer so i watched that in 21 a couple other real quick uh honorable mentions uh that i enjoyed i enjoyed the great pretender central park season two uh star wars visions rick and morty season five Ted Lasso season one, I watched, it was okay. Um, Sword Art Online season one, I liked, but it really, I by the end of it, it's like the first half of season one I liked, and then the second half of season one, I was like, never mind, I'm done. Um, Arrested Development I watched a lot of, like three seasons of in 2021, enjoyed that. Futurama, watched quite a bit of. Um, and then my worst show. Futurama? I watched some Futurama. Yeah. My worst show of 2021, Wes, is a show called Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. What is that? It's an Apple TV Plus original starring Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong. And it's about, yeah, those two are the leads and they basically find themselves inside of a musical with the and they don't want to be there and every single person in the musical has some kind of stereotype issue that they are that the that they are being oppressed by whether it's i don't know you know the typical political stuff and and it's just such a like every single one is ever like every character has like a political message about them basically and it's i thought it was going to be this funny comedy with these two characters but really what it felt like was a very politically slanted snl extended segment that's what it felt like so bad show but i kept watching it because it was only i think like six episodes and my roommate and i were watching Ah. it together so gotcha yep there you go all right west honorable mentions 
all the Marvel shows, of course. Okay. Um, and then there were some shows that I rewatched, i.e., the Golden Girls, of course. Um, and I rewatched Glee again, which is just amazing. Everyone on their life needs to watch Glee at least once. Um, okay. But Perry, for the subcategory of kind of an honorable mention, but really a hot mess that I can't tell if I liked it or not. Okay. I got sucked into this because my roommate Tanner was watching it one night when I came home, and I was like, what is going on here? And I just kept watching it. And it was called Midnight Mass. Ah, I know of the show. And it was on Netflix. I mean, it is on Netflix. It's a Netflix uh-huh. original. It's by the and guys who made it, A Haunting of Hill House. And it was just really weird. <laughs> And there was a thing in it that was very demonic esque, and that freaked me out. All right, but it was—it's supposed to be like it was, it a was, thriller horror thing, you know. It was—it was gripping. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know how they did it, but they did. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I—I I figured you would know that. That's like the guys who make that made that show have made haunting of hill house and haunting of bly manor so they're definitely into the the horrors and the thrillers anyway well Amazing. that's great Amazing. our number uh, just in a quick recap our top five my top my number one was arcane number two invincible number three hawkeye number four uh only murders in the building and number five wandavision or your top five yes, Wes, and recap and my- you want, did you go one to five or did you go five to one? I did. I did I did five to one to five. Okay. My number one was Attack on Titan, number two, Criminal Minds, number three, Ultimate Spider Man, number four, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and number five, Loki. Okay. Alright. Moving on to the movies. Let's go to the movies. So it turns out I watched I believe twenty six new movies new 2021 movies in 2021 or or just thereafter i guess but yeah i guess so what what i have what i have ranked is the 2021 movies that i have seen and a couple of them i've seen in the last few weeks so i still counted them because they are 2021 movies does that make sense yes okay Great. Great. It turns out I watched exactly the same amount of brand new movies on streaming that I watched on in theaters. 13. 13 apiece. Uh, yeah. Well, here we go. I will go first, I suppose. Um, we'll do the same thing. We'll do the top five, and then we'll round it out um, with honorable mentions into the top ten. So, my number five is... A movie we just talked about, and it's Encanto. Wes is probably pissed that that made my top five, no, but I it was, did. No, no, I was actually scared that it was going to be No Way Home, and I was like, oh. how dare you put it that low? <laughs> uh, no. Encanto, number five, it is, well, I think, fine. Yeah, it was like all of those Disney movie, all the Disney animated movies of the year were kind of in the same like four out of five, like good but not blowing me away space. Mm-hmm. And I have Encanto just edging out um, Luca and some of the other ones for that spot. 
Okay, well, Perry, I put Encanto at six, so don't worry. Even though really, even though you said you gave it a five out of ten, you gave it a five out of ten, and it's your sixth. Maybe I was being a little mean. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe just in the last few days, it's grown on you a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, my number five, Perry, and according, well, no, I would, I have it. I have my six, seven, and eight actually, just kind of like all around the same, and it's just it's just able to fluctuate. Okay. Okay. So it's just we'll just what about put your five it in though? Range. My number five, my number five, Perry, was a movie that I was so excited for in 2020, and uh-huh. honestly, Perry, my four and my five, they're a little bit of passion picks. Not gonna lie. Uh, That's what the we world do here. might not have thought they were. Ama- yeah, the world might not have thought of they were amazing, but I did. So my number five okay. is No Time to Die. And mostly I because to put that on my I list. was, Oops. I was very entertained by No Time to Die, and I thought it was a great. I mean, Rami Malek's villain kind of sucked, but that's not Rami Malek's fault. Um, but I thought it was a great. They capped off um, Daniel Craig's uh, stint very well, and it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay, great. That's you know that's kind of I'm I'm really glad that uh, I that like that that movie sits exactly where it sits in my mind because I think I don't know if it well, it's kind of right in that spot where I I totally forgot about it. It may it's kind of right on the edge of my top ten now that I think about it, but we'll see. We'll 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 come around to that later. Um, Anyway, yes, uh, No Time to Die, great, great, um, so long to Daniel Craig, even though the movie was 40 minutes longer than it needed to be, um, had some really good action sequences. Hey, we, got and, our, we got our money's worth. Yeah, that's for sure. Money, yeah. yeah, dollars per minute of movie was low for that one. Mm-hmm. But so was it for Eternals, and that does not make me like it more. Yikes. <laughs> Wait, Perry, you're telling me um, Eternals is not in your top five? It is an A top five that I made. Oh no. Oh no. But not but not the best top five. <laughs> um yeah. Alright, moving on. Uh my number five a uh, four, excuse me. Uh this is a hot take I've found out. This is actually a, a pretty big hot take. Uh I have Black Widow. My number okay. four movie of 2021. I feel like a lot of people really don't like Black Widow. They're more on the Shang Chi Eternals bandwagon here. You liked it, right? What? Black Widow was better than both of those movies. Facts. So. Facts. Black Eternals Widow. was a trash heap. Yes. But it looked nice. And yeah, it opened that. up a whole new world. It opened up a whole new world of Marvel, which is exciting. But other than that, garbage. Yeah, it garbage. opened up a whole new world for those who were pained through a almost three hour garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but no, there's Perry, my number four. Black Widow. Black Widow. I, I think you did a good job with that, Perry. Just good. Saying. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to like, like with Black Widow, it's like, 
the style of that movie is very much the style I like with my Marvel. It's it's a lot more uh, character driven, um, down to earth a little bit, and even though they're up in the sky for half of it, pun intended. Um, but no, like I I just it it's got a similar style to the Winter Soldier in my mind, and I love the Winter Soldier. Um, there's just not as much cosmic galactic stuff going on that can be hard to follow and not as much CGI. I, I think a lot more practical, um, than a lot of the films. So love that. Um, what's your number four, Wes? Perry, my number four is a movie that totally tanked at the box office, but I was very excited for, and it was West side story. Oh, Nice. Um, mostly because West Side Story is a classic musical by Stephen Sondheim. Um, and they made it a movie in, like, I think 1961. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be honest, I just really hate the singing voices in that movie, which is a crime. Original? Because some of the songs... Mm. Yeah, because some of the songs are amazing. And mm. so uh, the new cast sang beautifully, which was amazing. And I cried like real tears at the end. And also who has decided that Ansel Elgort just dies in every movie he's in. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. I mean, baby driver, he lives after, after some jail time. Well, he goes to jail in this movie too. So he either goes to jail or (laughs) dies or both. (laughs) Yep. That's fair. Yep. There he is. But at least he's good at it. And I think, well, I don't think she ended up getting it. The actress who played Maria. um, Oh, I don't think she got an Oscar nom, but she was like a thought. Like they thought about Mm. it. Um, Interesting. I feel like that musical is kind of cheating by Stephen Sondheim, you know? He's like, he's like, all right, I need to to write the next great musical, but I'm going to also copy Romeo and Juliet. And just make it where I right, live. Right, but he made it. A, but he made it a musical. <laughs> yes, he did have to write songs, which is the biggest part of musicals. Um, yeah. Fun fact about that movie, Perry. So uh, the actress who plays Maria. Let me just look up her name so that we give her the credit she is due. Um, her name is Rachel Zegler. Hmm. Um. So she she's young. She's eighteen, I think. I think she's still eighteen. Um, maybe she's nineteen now. Oh, she's twenty now. But when they were filming the movie, she was still in high school. Um, gotcha. And she asked Steven Spielberg if she could, like, wait or whatever to start filming, so she could do her high school her last high school musical, which was Shrek the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. And. To which Steven Spielberg said to her, uh, to which Steven Spielberg said, we love Shrek. I produce Shrek. So yeah, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. So West Side Story. Good movie. Go see it. I do need to see that. I do need to see that. Okay. Moving on to number three. So my four and four. Five were both movies that I saw in theaters. My number three is a movie that I saw streaming on Netflix. And it is called The Mitchells vs. the Machines. 
This is my okay. pick for this is my pick for the best animated feature of the year. Um and I just think it's really unique, really fun. Um Sony Pictures, the team behind um into the Spider-Verse worked on it. It's just got a really uh, uh the, the style is is just so interesting with just the little flourishes and embellishes that they do to just make their animation pop. These little cartoony things. It's kind of hard to explain, um but it makes you feel like like almost a, a movie mixed with like a like a comic strip or something like that. I don't know. But um, the story is okay. I feel a little tired at this point with the with all of the technology based stories going on of like technology taking over the world. You know, Ron's Gone Wrong, another really good film uh, from 2021, um, which I forgot to put on my list, but should be on my list. Um, is also a similar story though. It's just like. The idea of like, oh, technology, big technology company, like taking over the world, um, something goes wrong and whatever. So I, I am getting a little tired of these technology based plots, but Mitchell's versus Machines, very, very good. Uh, I think probably the best animated film of the year. Okay. Love it. Perry, my number and three. I have seen. My, oh, sorry. I was gonna. I was oh, just go gonna ahead. say, and go I ahead. have seen a lot of the animated films of 2021, like pretty much all of them. So, you because know that I. Because that's what I do. So. Uh, Perry, my number three is probably a bit of a bigger hot take than your number four, because okay. I'm putting Black Widow at number three. <laughs> oh, the hot takes are flying. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was enjoyable. Barry, actually, the word that I used when we walked out of the theater is that I described it as very endearing because the sister huh. relationship was amazing. Um, and also, Yelena. yes, we lost Natasha Romanoff, which is very sad. But now we have Yelena, who is way funnier and just as cool. Yeah, she's pretty B.A. So I am amped for this. I'm so excited. So excited. Great. Yeah, wow. I did not think that we were both going to have that. Honestly, I thought I might have had it too high and I was like and now I feel validated. But now you think but now you think I have it too high cuz I have No, I I don't think you had it too high. Well, good. And I just know you have less movies to choose from, so I have another hot yeah, take at number 2, Wes. Okay. Uh, this is one I've heard of some people saying they really liked, but I've also heard some people saying they thought it was doo doo. Um, Wes, I have this at number two, and it is Cruella. Okay. Emma Stone's Cruella. I thought this movie, I mean, clearly, I put it number two out of like basically 30 movies that I saw from that were from 2021. And. It rem- it gave me serious um, serious Joker vibes uh, of Joaquin Phoenix's mm. Joker, and that I liked. And except for it didn't make me feel as yucky as Joker did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. 
So that's a win-win for me. And it's just really, it, it puts Emma Stone's excellence on display. Uh, basically, she is playing two different characters. Like, by uh, she is playing, like, Cruella, and she is playing, like, her normal self, because, I mean, it's kind of unclear until... I don't want to I don't want to spoil it but there's like she's basically ha- has two different personalities that are kind of conflicting um because she's been trained to kind of hide her her inner cruella um into the point where at the end she just kind of lets it out to be herself and which you know questionable because then she turns into a villain but uh still I had a lot of fun with it. It it has like some heist vibes, just some like crime uh, thriller vibes, and Emma Stone is fantastic. One of the most underrated uh, performances of the year by an actor or actress. Did, did you did you watch it in theaters or stream it? Streaming Disney Plus. I think I don't think it came out in theaters. I'm pretty sure it did. Did it? I thought it. I, I thought it did. I don't think so. I think it came out in theaters and on Disney Plus at the same time. Maybe so. Maybe you were right. I saw it on Disney Plus. You know what? I guarantee it was better than. You're right. It was it was simultaneous movie theater or paid premiere access on May 28th. I watched it when it was free in uh, in like August or maybe it was September. It might have been September. Where would you put that on your Disney live action remakes, Perry? Ooh, Disney live action remakes. Oh, that's tough. Although, well, it, see, it's, I guess it's not a remake. It's, it's original. It's yeah, yeah, it's not a remake. But yeah, um, yeah so I don't want to. I don't want to rank it in that because it's too hard to compare. Because I can't compare it to anything else that I. Because so much of the ranking of live action remakes is like how much of a disgrace or how much does it add to the original. But if I'm not comparing it to the original, it's hard to to include it in the ranking sure sure but it was good really good go see it check it out well good i'm glad i'm glad you liked it perry have you seen it no watch it tonight i know (laughs) okay (laughs) okay moving on your number two my number two is a netflix original starring the third best Spider-Man, but the best um, Desmond Doss, Andrew Garfield. Um, it is called Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. We talked about this on the last episode. I've seen it. Yeah, remember we talked it. about it. We talked about the song he, he did asked. with V-Hudge. And oh, I gave right, my rendition V-Hudge. of it. <laughs> you did it. So, Tick, Tick, Boom. I mean, it was great. It's... <clears throat> Music by Jonathan Larson, basically <laughs> describing the life of Jonathan Larson, <laughs> which might be narcissistic, but who cares, right? <laughs> I know I don't. Right, right, um, right. Also, right. who who knew Andrew Garfield could sing? I mean, I'm not like really surprised because he's perfect, but mm. come on. Um, yep. Directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, who is currently mm-hmm. just one of my probably top five favorite celebrities of all time. Um, it was just super fun, and Perry, I didn't know anything about it when I started it, but um, as I got like, oh, 
30 minutes in and I was like, why does this movie feel like Rent, the musical? And that's because this man was living Rent, the musical, which he then later Mm -hmm. wrote Rent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it all makes so much sense. Um, Yep. Great music, great acting. We get to see Vanessa Hudgens making a comeback. I loved it. Awesome. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. I wouldn't include it in my top 10, but it is, uh, it is definitely not a, um, not a bad film. Like I, I probably give it like a seven, seven and a half out of 10, which tells you how many solid movies I watched this year. So, uh, do you want to just say our number ones at the same time, Wes? Did we both pick the new Macbeth or? Yeah. Tragedy Macbeth. Yeah. That's the one. (laughs) Uh no, Spider-Man simultaneously. No way. No home. way home. <laughs> I mean, Wes, you're you're the what, greatest Marvel movie of all time. You basically ranked Spider-Man. I'm guessing you ranked Spider-Man No Way Home number one, and then everything else was ranked 102, 103, 100 because that's how far away they were in your mind. Um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the best movie I saw this year, no doubt. As much as I wanted to look around and not be basic and find a different one, there's no doubt that was the best movie I saw this so year. So good. And we don't have and to talk about it because we just did. A Banter Movie Club. Yeah, check, our, check, out, check out the BMC that should be out uh, or or is about so to come out Perry. or something. With I'm not exactly sure if it, what, it, when are, what yeah. are coming out when. but <laughs> Dude, it was so good. It was. Yeesh. I want to go again. Is it still out? <laughs> yeah, again? it's still out, Wes. It's still out. You can still go. Nothing else has come out in January. Literally nothing. Okay, so nothing comes out till February. Didn't licorice, didn't, didn't licorice Pizza come out in January? Yeah, I mean, if you're an artsy fartsy type. I heard it was really cute though. Oh, I don't know. I I don't want to spend money on it though. Why? Because you don't want to spend money on Oscar babies. Um, I'd say 75% of the time, correct. Unless it's La La Land, because Emma Stone's in it. Like, I need to be sure that I can enjoy it before I spend money on it. But yes, Licorice Pizza is in theaters. It is 2 hours, 13 minutes, rated R. Currently getting a 91% Rotten Tomatoes, 7.9 IMDb. Yeah, Perry, I know it's not going to happen, because it's just, like, impossible. But... And I know that I'm just a giant fangirl, but yes. I really believe Tom Holland deserves some major creds. I think he deserves a nom. Parker. I think he deserves I think a nom. I think he deserves a nom, too. He's not going to yeah. get it because it's super. No, he won't. He probably won't. But maybe. But Who like, knows? He, does, he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I can round out my top 10. And honestly, I'm going to give you some even more than 10 because I've got. Basically, all the way down to my seven out of tens, I'll give you some. Uh, I'll, I'll throw the names out because there's some actually really solid films that did not make my top ten even. So, uh, rounding out the top ten, I've got Dear Evan Hansen was my number six. Dear Evan Hansen, the musical, really enjoyed it. People didn't like it that much, um, 
But check out my review on my blog if you want to know why I think people didn't like it. I kind of sounded off against some some people um, on that blog right article. Go read it right now. I, I was a little frustrated seeing everybody's complaints, making it sound like that the stuff that Evan Hansen does in this movie is just so irreconcilable that us perfect people who watch the movie are just so disgusted because we never do anything wrong. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, I thought Dear Evan Hansen was really sweet, really powerful. Um, number seven, I've got Luca. Really cute, unique uh, Disney Pixar film. Number eight, I have a movie that I watched just recently, 2021 animated film by, uh, it's a French animated film that's based off of a Japanese manga called The Summit of the Gods. Really good uh, about, basically about um, this tracking down this guy that is trying to summit Everest by himself uh, in winter and, well, I guess they always go pretty much in, in like kind of midwinter, I guess, uh, is when most people summit Everest, but he was trying to summit it by himself. And it's just all about like learning about him, learning about Everest and the whole culture that is climbing and climbers that are, that like train to climb Everest and uh, all of the tolls involved with that. And even just, man, I went on a rabbit trail about Everest and like, it's so dark and sad um, how many people have died on, on that trail up to the summit of Everest. And you know, Wes, because it's always frozen, those bodies are just there for like the rest of eternity. That's and insane. like, that's, I, I went people on a rabbit them. trail after watching this movie. Yeah. They're just like, a lot of them are like famous trail markers are like body, little, little bodies oh, no. like near, near the trail. And it's sad. It's so sad. But the movie was really good. Um, and it's really interesting. Um, so anyway, that's some of the gods. That's my number eight. My number nine, I have News of the World. This came out in January. It's a uh, Tom Hanks Western News of the World. Good, good film. Check that one out. Uh, and then number 10, I have Demon Slayer Mugen Train, the Demon Slayer movie that came out in 2021 and then i just, just want to throw out a few more good ones out there that i liked vivo vivo came out this year directed by kirk d'amico songs written by lin-manuel miranda um check out our interview with kirk d'amico not to just shameless plug that but i did enjoy vivo uh no time to die bell a really good anime came out just just this year but came out in 2021 for uh in japan and then free guy I enjoyed Free Guy a lot. Did I say that already? I don't remember. No, not yet. I said No Time to Die. I said Bell, Free Guy. Free Guy's really good, funny, Ryan Reynolds. Um, and then I'll go ahead and say Raya and the Last Dragon as well. Um, pretty good film, but didn't blow me away by any means. Um, you can probably go check out our BMC on that. If you're yes. interested. And that is all. That is all for me. Barry, I'd give some honorable mentions to Shang-Chi. No, it was not as good as you all think it was, but it was still good. Um, I will say the fight scene in the bus, probably my favorite fight scene in Marvel. Let's just get that out there. It was amazing. Mm. Um, 
And then Perry, uh, two movies that were just plain fun. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Absolute blast. Okay. Um, and Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> did you nice. see Godzilla vs. Godzilla Kong? Kong? I did. I did see Godzilla vs. Kong, and I did. I had a good time with it. it. Was, it's basically. Uh... It was very. It was unnecessary, and I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a big boxing match. I mean, between these guys, the whole yeah. movie. And so, movies we didn't mention: Eternals. Eternals. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go down into our our worst films of 2021, Wes. I've got a top five. Do you really? top five worst? Top bottom five. five. Okay. Do you, do you want to just say what your worst ones that you watch of 2021? Eternals was bad. <laughs> okay. Eternals was bad, and Kanto I didn't love, but it's growing on me because it had donkeys in it. Let's. That's but it's also place. it's so that's a worst film, but it's also your t- your number six or seven or whatever. <laughs> I think I'm just angsty about it. I think I just have some pent up aggression for some reason. <laughs> and Encanto is just I'm just unloading it on Encanto. Yeah. Did did my boy Lynn write that music? I think he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. For Encanto. Then, then I will bump it up to a six and a half. Okay, great, great. Out of ten. Just purely on his okay. reputation. Alright, you ready for my bottom five, Wes? Yes. Okay, number five worst. Don't look up the Netflix film with Leo DiCaprio. Uh, Perry, I don't know I, why I everybody's not liking that this you one. You told me not to. Yeah, it's really kind of uncomfortable. Not very funny. It's maybe maybe interesting if you like satire, but really more or less just feels like. Adam McKay is is angsty and wants to let the world know how messed up the world is. Um, As if we didn't. So, yeah, great, great job. Uh, not really, I didn't love it. In fact, it's my fifth worst film of the year. So, number four, Eternals. I gave that a four out of ten, I believe, and it is my fourth worst film of the year. Number three, this one I was I was going back and forth with where to put. These, if I wanted to switch this one with Eternals or not, and have Eternals be number three, but I ended up saying this one I liked least, mainly because I think I would sooner rewatch Eternals than The Suicide Squad. This movie I, did well. I never watched the first. It had Idris Elba in it, didn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, ridiculous. Am I wrong? I think it did. Um, I don't even I'm remember anymore. Sure. Yeah, I. Sure. I watched it in like October, I think, and it's just such. There's some unnecess- unnecessary gore. It's gross. It's just gross, and it tries to be funny. I laugh a few times, but I just hate the style. Like I know it's James Gunn. I know I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but he goes to a, another level. He takes it from like nine to like level like fourteen, and and I just didn't want him to. And I don't want to watch it again. I really don't. And then the character um, Peacemaker or whatever is getting his own show now. And I'm guaranteeing, guaranteeing it is garbage. Sorry, John Cena. Don't come after me. I just want DC um, to do so much better. <laughs> yeah, hot take. The original Suicide better. Squad is is better than that than the new Suicide Squad. Sorry. Um, number two, The Last Duel. This is another kind of 
artsy it's a ridley scott movie so like you know he made gladiator like one of my favorite movies of all time but the last jewel is uncomfortable it is long it, it drags out forever it is told in three different perspectives kind of like hoodwinked have you seen hoodwinked wes that's the way to do it that's the way to tell a movie in different perspectives right there hoodwinked great classic kids cartoon love it uh the last duel basically tells a story from the perspective of one guy and and then another guy and then the one guy's wife um and it's the story basically centered around a rape um Adam Driver's character, sorry, spoil. I'll spoil it all. I'm going to spoil it all because it's awful. Adam Driver's character basically rapes uh, Matt Damon's wife, played by Jodie Cormier, I believe. Um, And it's not graphic, but it's really uncomfortable. And you have to sit through it multiple times because it's told through multiple lenses. Um, Anyway, so so you see it from all three of their perspectives, and it's all very different based on their perspectives. But then there's this like trial, basically, to find out is she telling the truth because Adam Driver claims that it's not a rape, and she claims that it is a rape, and it's then it turns into this feminist empowerment piece because she's standing up for herself when she could be killed if she's lying. So then her husband, who's also kind of a not good person, a jerk. We'll, we'll call him a jerk. Um, Matt Damon's character. He then challenges Adam Driver to a duel, um, which is known as the last duel, I guess, which that's really lost on the movie. Nobody really cares that that's the last duel. Um, basically assuming that God will, God will choose the right winner. And so the loser will be the one that was lying. And if, if Matt Damon loses, then that means that his wife was lying and she would be slaughtered. Um, but if he wins, then that means that she was telling the truth and Adam Driver is going to either be dead already from the fight or be slaughtered. Yay. The movie's bad, guys. Don't watch it. It was uncomfortable. Um, themed well. I'll give it that. Themed well. But, uh, yeah, don't watch it. But number one, this movie made me even more mad than The Last Duel. And it came out in, like, March, I think. And it's called I Care A Lot. I haven't even heard of that. It's called I Care A Lot. It's on Netflix. And Wes, I th- actually, this is a 2020 film, but I watched it in 2021. So I don't know. I'm still going to talk about how much I hate it. Rosamund Pike, who may be one of my least favorite faces in Hollywood. I'm sorry. she. It's not your face. It's just <laughs> you just made me mad in this movie. I just hated it. Uh, but she just like is this like annoying like really self-righteous woman that's conning people uh conning old people and um ruining lives basically but she has this con she has this she really wants power but also it's supposed to be another female empowering piece at the end with like then her con is getting challenged by some other guy's con like some other con artist guy that's like cheating people. And so she's like, I'm not backing down to this cheating guy. I'm going to cheat my own way and be the better cheater of people's money. And just because you're a scary guy doesn't mean I'm going to back down or whatever. And it's also listed as a comedy, Wes. And I don't know if I ever laughed. Like ever. Uh, It's that bad. It's that bad. 
and it's 79% Rotten Tomatoes, so I've lost all hope in the world. Um, I gave it a one out of five. I gave it a one out of five. It might be generous. Do you want me to make you dislike Rosamund Pike even more? Sure. Her birthday is not public knowledge. (laughs) Her Wikipedia page just says born January 1979, age 42 or 43. So she doesn't tell anybody anything about anything? guess not well she's in these commercials uh where on goldman Sachs, like they're like goldman sachs commercials and one of them's about hotel coffee and the other one's about like pens and she just like clicks pens and just the way i just don't like i think it's the movie mostly i think the movie made me hate her and then she did she's the same thing in those commercials so 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 there's that. I'm like I don't judge her by I don't judge her as a person by the movie, but I hated her character in the movie and she as her character in the movie as well. It's bad. Bad movie. If anybody liked the movie, I would love you to send us a DM on Instagram and provide me with with comprehensive reasons why you liked the movie. I need at least 3. I need 3 reasons why. And if you and if one of them is comedy, if one of them is because it made you laugh, I need then you You're not funny. I need you to go back and watch the movie and write down the jokes that made you laugh and present them to me. All right, my spiel very, is over. You're very Yeah, you're very passionate I was, about this. I thought it was such a bad movie what and made I also you watch did a po- it? So uh, we did a podcast episode on it as one of our kind of like, so not you and I, I'm on a, I'm on a podcast now called Connecting with Film, and we talk about the deeper themes of movies and how they relate to our lives and stuff like that. So it's really, it's, it's a fun podcast. It's short, 15, 20 minutes. Go check it out. But um, for one of our test episodes before we ever launched, we were just starting to test what we wanted the podcast to be, and we did an episode on... I care a lot, which this episode was never released. Um, so even if you go check out the podcast, you won't see me talking about this movie. But uh, I did not get to rant as much as I would have loved to on that. And so now it's good that I get the chance to do that. Fantastic. Anyway, that was my worst movies that I watched in 2021. Okay. Uh, all right, moving on. We just We got just a few minutes before we are going to sign it out but Wes are there any other movies that you watched for the first time in 2021 that may be older movies that you wanted to shout out um yes I can I have a top five Perry but I can just rifle through them real quick all right let's hear them number five Braveheart we did a BMC on it in the spring true um Dear John with Channing Tatum and I think it's Amanda Seyfried wrong it's a it's it's just a romance movie have you seen it i have Have heard of it i have not i have heard of it yes it's on netflix it's real sappy you should watch it um the hamilton cast recording that's on disney nice i don't know if that counts as a movie but i'm counting it um number two perry the devil all the time tom holland i have not seen that have you seen that no it's on netflix might have been a netflix original um it's it's a little trippy. It's a little trippy. You got to pay attention. You got to follow it. 
it's it's one of those movies that makes you uncomfy for sure very uncomfy mm, okay but i liked it a lot um and the number one perry i actually couldn't remember if we watched this in 2021 or not but i think i did okay and it would be your name your name yeah 2021 great did we watch that i think we watched it uh, i think we did i think we did january and you know what wes as we're talking it just occurs to me <laughs> remember how i added dragon prince to my to my tv ratings mm-hmm. i think i think i remember saying the dragon prince for last year's uh for last year's rankings Awkward. of TV, which makes Awkward. me think that maybe I did end up watching that one in 2020, which makes me think I'm going to take that back out of my TV rankings. My number 10 for TV, uh, originally I had written down the show The Great Pretender as my number 10, which is a great uh, good anime show. But anyway, um, yes, uh, cool. Yes. So that was the ones Your we name watched. Amazing, Perry. Your I name, you to watch great show, the devil all great the movie. Okay, devil watch, all the time. I need you to watch the devil. Yes, we need to. We need to make a. Uh, what we're gonna need to do, I think, is make like a document of our of our listings, our top tens here, and and just like post it on. So we don't forget Instagram. Not even just yeah, not just for our listeners, but also for us. <laughs> so so that we know what we can go and watch. Um, Maybe we could make a fun little graphic on Canva. Yeah. Do you know how to use Canva? Because I don't. Of course I do. Oh, well, then I'll leave that to you. I'll Canva send you, I can send you I can send you all the all of my rankings though. Canva. Not sponsored. With body armor. <laughs> yes. Okay, um my first time watches Wes, my top 5 I wrote down. I have uh number 5, The Italian Job. Uh number 4, Peanut Butter Falcon. I watched that in January. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. It's, it's a feel good. It's a feel good kind of journey piece. Like Shia LaBeouf and this kid basically go on like a cross country journey together. And, uh, the kid has a mental disability. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's touching. It's heartwarming. Um, very well-made movie. Uh, I think it's, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of critics had that movie when it came out as in their top 10 of the year. Um, I didn't get around to watching it until this past year. So uh, that one's great. Number four. And then that my number three um, is Tom Holland or Tom, Tom Hanks is, yeah, you, you were, you were excited for a second. It was about to be Tom. No, Tom Hanks is the terminal. I'd never seen the terminal before this past year and I really liked it. He gets Tom Hanks gets stuck in an airport terminal and he basically lives there because his because since the time that he's he jumped on a plane to the United States uh, or wherever he was, I forget where it does. It's not really as important wherever the airport is. But, but from the time he jumps on a plane to the time he gets off, his country has been taken over and it no longer no longer exists. So he is a man that doesn't belong to a country. And so he's not allowed into the country that he has flown to, but he's also not allowed to fly back because his country doesn't exist. So he's stuck in the airport as basically a man no. with no country. And it's and it's actually really funny and uh, interesting. I enjoy it a lot. Um, number two, Hunt for the Wilder People, a Taika Waititi uh, movie. 
really enjoyable. I gave this one like a nine out of ten, I think, on my uh, or four point five out of five on my Letterboxd. Um, very solid movie. Also another kind of adventure, heartwarming comedy. It's really solid. And my number one, another. This is a Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio. Catch me if you can. I never watched that before this year, but I watched it and loved it this year. Really good film. A couple other ones that I enjoyed this year. I watched Minari. Uh, Get Out I watched for the first time this year, which I liked, but also I don't love the genre that much. Um, <laughs> kind of a softy. Uh, Braveheart. Sonic movie is pretty good. Uh, and I also watched Tron Legacy for the first time in... 2021 and enjoyed it so that is all and we have done it just like that we've done it it, wes we've ranked yes everything Um, that there is to be ranked this is confirmed the most official movie ranking for 2021 movies um don't let anyone else tell you different yeah and never ever in your entire life watch the movie i care a lot with Rosamund Pike. That is what you learned today, but you also learned a lot of good, good movies. And those are the ones you should focus on because we like optimism, people optimism. So focus on the good movies. (laughs) All right, Wes. Well, the good ones, the next, next episode, we'll be looking into movies that we're anticipating for this year. Um, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to say it but top gun <laughs> i'm i'm hoping that every movie that we rank comes out this year what do you think over under over under 9 over or under 9 do you think less than 9 or more than 9 movies that we rank in our top 10 will actually come out in 2022 i don't know i don't know you got to take an over or under I got a Chick-fil-A bet for you on it. Okay, I'll take the over that they'll all come out. You'll take the over. Okay, so if less than nine come out in 2022, and if it's nine exactly, then it's a wash, and we just go get Chick-fil-A like normal people and buy our own food. Deal? That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, that wraps it up. I'll let you get back to work. Stay hungry. Stay humble and stay hydrated.